What's going on, everyone? It is November 23rd, 2019, and you are listening to the very sixth episode of Crossplay, where we get together each week and talk about all the video game goodness we can handle right here on the whatnots.com. Coming up on today's show, Pokemon Sword and Shield have been breaking records. We are going to be talking about the Game Awards and all of the nominees. They're up, they're out, you guys can go vote right now on the game thegameawards.com. And of course, we're going to be talking about Half-Life Alex, the new game from Valve. So stay tuned for all of that. For today, though, it's a two-man show. It is me. Hi, I'm Kyle. Yeah. Uh, and I'm joined by Ignacio. Hello, hello. How are you? I'm doing great on this lovely Saturday. Yes. It is a very lovely Saturday. Uh, Mick is not here with us. I think he's down in Disneyland or something, or so he says. Son of a bitch. Uh, we, yeah. you, you guys may have seen on Twitter that he resigned from the Whatnots uh, because yeah. we are too me? good for him. Because both Ignacio <laughs> and I picked Score Bunny. Team Score Bunny. As you should. And he... Team Fire started for life. Hell yeah. And he, the cry baby that he is, picked Sobble. So, yeah, that's what he gets. So, you know, who knows? What a loser. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, he's, he's on a vacation right now. So I think, uh, I, I don't remember if he said he was going to be back this next week or not, but he will be I back soon. I think he didn't. He said he wouldn't. Okay. I may be wrong, but... So, we'll see. Yeah. For now, he's fired. Yeah. We'll see when he comes work. <laughs> exactly. So, Ignacio and I will be holding it down for now. Ignacio, what have you been up to yeah. this week? Uh, you know, the real stuff. The real College. stuff. But, yeah, the real stuff. <laughs> yeah, but also, I played a couple of games here and there. Okay. We'll yeah. get to that in just a sec. Uh, my week has been riddled with computer problems. I was kind of just yeah. telling you this stuff before we started recording. Uh, but yeah, I've, since I upgraded to Catalina on my Mac, I've had nothing but problems. Uh, Ignacio, you were supposed to join me last night for an episode mm -hmm. of the Captain's Log, which is one of our other podcasts. Uh, but that didn't happen because my stupid computer. Nope. Just dumb. Well, you know, it's, I would say it's partly your fault for choosing a Mac. Mm, I don't know about that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's, uh, I, so I, I, I have a laptop as well which is what I'm looking at the show notes on, but it's like a really shitty laptop. So it's like, I have a second computer, but I can't even stream on that one or like <laughs> do all of that. Like it's not even strong enough to do that stuff. Um, so I like, I am surrounded by technology and one thing goes wrong and it's just like my life is done. It's over with. Yeah. I am no more. The worst. Hmm. Uh, games. 
Lots of yeah. games. Lots of much, many Star Wars has been happening. You game, I game, we all game. Yes. Uh, and yes. meanwhile, I scream for ice cream, too, because I'm that kid. <laughs> um, Star Wars and Pokemon is what I see you've been playing. Tell me a little bit yeah. more about Star Wars. Oh, what's not to say about Star Wars? Such a great game. So I, I can. I think last yeah. week you were what, like two hours in? Yeah, kind of. I was on the first planet. You. So I left the beginning area and I got to the first planet you get to. Okay. Mm-hmm. So what have you been yeah, up, no. to, up to this week in Ooh. Star Wars? I played a lot of it. Hell yeah. I'm. I don't. I hope it's halfway through. I don't know actually. Uh. Oh, okay. So how do I put this without spoiling it? Have you gotten to the? Well, point... everybody know. Okay. Oh, yeah. Go ahead. Know that. So everybody should know. I think that Dathomir is in the game. Mm-hmm. And you can get there pretty early on. I just finished Dathomir when you you were actually supposed to go there. I got to the next planet after that. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. See, I I went there after I did all the stuff on, like, when it gives you the, the choice to, like, hey, pick mm-hmm. one of these two planets. I did the other one, which I think is Zepho. Um, yeah. And then after I did all the stuff that I could do at Zepho, I was like, I'm going to go to Dathomir, even though I'm scared to go there. Because uh, I've seen the Clone Wars and I know all the stuff that happens there, um, and I also saw something on Twitter that was like, "Hey, you should go to Dathomir pretty early on in the game. Yeah, there's you a should. really c- cool upgrade you can get." Yeah. Uh, so I got that, and then I went to the planet that opened up after that, uh, which is mm-hmm. I think some of the stuff that we saw in like E3. And yeah, the E3 demo, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. happens after that. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So I did that. And then I went back. It was like, hey, you should start backtracking and doing some stuff there. So I did that and I'm mm-hmm. in the middle of that stuff. But you're after. Okay, so you're. Dathomir. Yeah, so you're behind me then. Yeah. I, I, th- I think I played. Ooh. All day Sunday last week, mm-hmm. and that was it. Um, so it was like I originally played like the first three hours or so that first night, uh, and then played, I don't know, six or seven hours after that. So I'm a good ways in, okay. but not very far. Okay. Yeah, you're very behind me. So how are you liking it? it? It's great. Yeah. Everything you've heard about the game being great, it's great. Uh, Technical issues aside, I'm enjoying the game very much. Mm -hmm. I haven't had any issues since the last time we spoke on the podcast. Other than the occasional, well, not occasional, it's very frequent texture popping. Mm -hmm. Uh, But other than that, I'm loving the game. It's great. Okay. It's the 
exactly the type of game I love. There you go. It's, so uh, are you, are you a big fan like of like the of Uncharted and Oh, you, so you're a fan of Uncharted? How about Dark Souls? Yeah, well, it's more more I would say Tomb Raider than Uncharted, if we're being honest. Yeah. The Dark Souls games, I've never actually played it. I'm the most I've played around that genre has been the beta for Neo, but uh, okay. that I haven't played those games much. Gotcha. Because that, I think, yeah. for me, was the thing that didn't click about this game so far. I The combat yeah. is fine, but it's, it's not like mm-hmm. 100% clicking for me. So I actually put it down to story mode, which is like the e- 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 easiest one. Um, oh, okay. And... Like I'm still just like I just want to button mash and and you know swing my lightsaber around super fast and yes. be like haha I'm a fucking mm-hmm. Jedi, um, and I can't do that. Yeah, I would say. Mm-hmm. So would say I'm, towards I'm, the beginning, I'm it is kind of difficult to if you don't play that type of games. I can see why you wouldn't enjoy it that much. Mm-hmm. But I actually feel that as you play more and more of the game, you actually start to get a hang of it. You start, I don't know, enemies that were very difficult for you on the beginning. They are much easier for you along the way, even though you haven't gotten any, I don't know, uh, attack upgrade. Right. Yeah. Because, yeah, like, I'm, I, I'm starting sorry. to figure it out, but it's still not there entirely. Yeah, just you're pretty early in the game. Yeah. So, but I'm mm. I'm enjoying it a lot. Mm. I like the puzzle stuff. Now, you you said it's more like Tomb Raider than it is Uncharted. Yeah, because Uncharted is much more linear than Tomb Raider. For, it's kind of open world. It is it's more open area. A little bit, yeah. So that's more more like this game. I um, uh, who which podcast was I listened to? It might have been. Giant beast cast or giant bomb cast? I, I, I'm not sure. Someone said this is a lot like Prince of Persia in its like dungeon areas, and I was like, okay. "Yes, that is exactly it." Um, just that there are I these. I don't know how to play Prince of Persia in years. Oh yeah, but it like the locations or the dungeons, blah, the dungeons, uh, would be these like giant towers or something and you would mm-hmm. go inside them and solve puzzles to get certain objects to move upwards and you'd slowly, you know, like make your way up this building and that's kind of like what is happening in this, at, at, mm-hmm. at, at least in the spot that I, 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 I'm at. So in the... Yeah, the, the tra- traversal, I would say that, it's yeah. more like Prince of Persia, especially as you go along and you get more abilities. Mm-hmm. The way you move across the map, it does feel a lot like Prince of Persia, I would say. That's neat. I like that. Yeah. Bring back Prince of Persia. Yeah, they should. That's what I want. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm yeah. liking it a lot. I, I think this week is my week to dive into it a bunch because I'll be off for Thanksgiving and stuff like that. Here in the states. All right, that's next week. 
Yeah, you don't. You, you yeah. guys don't do Thanksgiving because that's an <laughs> American thing. Right? Yeah, no, that's. Yeah, well, I think Canadians also have it. Yeah, but no, I would say south of the United States, no one does Thanksgiving. Yeah, that yeah. it's so strange to be like, that's the culture that I grew up in, and just mm-hmm. like this time of year, like, oh, it's Thanksgiving. That's yeah. just what we do. That's what everyone does. But nope, it's not. Yeah, it reminds me of when we have our Independence Day. We celebrate it kind of different from you. It's actually more like a week event, mm-hmm. more than just a day. So, so that kind of reminds me of this situation where, to us, it's normal for waiting for September the 18th and all that week, where we gather with everyone yeah. and spend our whole week out. But for you, it's just another regular week. Yeah. So it reminds me a little bit of that. Pretty much. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. People are doing different things in different parts of yeah. the world. Who would have thunk? Yeah. <laughs> it's a, there's a word out there. Yeah. Uh, Quite literally. So I... So, but before we move on. Uh, okay. Have you had any issues? Technical issues? Uh, Kind of. There was that one that I posted on Twitter where all of a sudden it almost looked like it was trying to go first person because the camera was, like, <laughs> inside the character's <laughs> head. And it was like... Oh, yeah. It was just like, what is going on here? This isn't supposed to be happening. Um, mm. But, yeah, there's been... I, I mean, I, I think that was the biggest one that I was just like, what in the world? But just just smaller things where it's like, okay, my character is kind of floating his feet really aren't okay. touching the ground right now but it's not making a huge difference on my game play um but it's still just like what are you doing yeah to me it's mostly and this happens very often the visual part of the game doesn't work all the time mm-hmm. like there's a lot of texture popping for me and the game doesn't look as good as I think it should. And I'm on a PS4 Pro. Gotcha. Although, granted, I am on performance mode. So that could be it. Uh, but other than that, I I think it was yesterday when I went to meditate. Mm-hmm. But my character didn't actually go to meditate. Oh, weird. So the sound cue actually went through. There was no sound after that, as if you were in the inside the meditation. But I wasn't in the meditation. I was still outside. I was still walking around, fighting enemies and all that. Oh. So I didn't have any sound for that. I did have one that I just remembered. Uh, after I did the stuff on Dathomir and got that upgrade, uh, I went to the next planet, which we mentioned is the one that you kind of saw on all the Aetheri stuff. Yeah. Uh, and there's a cutscene where you're meeting up with like a bunch of people and stuff like that, and uh, this person yeah, is. I don't know. It's a, if it's a spoiler, it's already common knowledge. Yeah, they're seen the demo. They're on Kashik. Um, yeah, you mean Sogera? Yep. And so the, the, there's a scene where Saw is giving this kind of rallying speech. Right, this like, hey, we can do it. We're rebels. We'll take down the empire, or whatever the hell. Um, and my lightsaber was still on, but it was a t- 
it was attached to my hip. So it was okay. like clipping in my face and in my arm. It was stabbing wow. people and stuff like that. <laughs> and like no one no no noticed. No one reacted. It was just like Yeah. I, I don't think that's supposed to be happening. <laughs> <laughs> so that was strange. Yeah. But I'm sure as I play yeah, I, more, I'll find some more yeah. stuff of just like, uh-oh, that's not supposed to be happening. I've, I've heard of people having cutscenes without any, or cutscenes without the model of, I don't know, Soa is one that I heard. So it's mm -hmm. the whole cutscene without their model. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> Luckily, I hadn't had anything with that. Oh, man. I like I. But yeah, the game is still great. Yeah, I really don't know why they put it out now, though. You have to assume it's because one, The Mandalorian came out recently, and second, uh, Rise of Skywalker is coming out in December. But like, so I bet Disney wanted to have the space it out. All though. of these Star Wars be like all together. That's the thing. The Mandalorian and this basically came out within like two days of each other. Yeah, basically. So I don't yeah. understand like why they couldn't have done the Mandalorian now, the movie next month, and this in like January. Like that's three months of Star Wars. That's fantastic. Yeah. I don't know. No, I don't know. Uh, let's move on to Pokemon. Yeah, you've been playing some more Pokemon. <laughs> I have not touched it since last week because I've been focusing on Death Stranding. Mm -hmm. so tell me a little bit more about Pokemon. Yeah, I haven't progressed much in the game mm -hmm. because I, I only play it here and there when I, I don't know, I want to kill time sure. and I have my Switch with me. Uh, I haven't actually sat down and played the game, so I'm progressing slowly through the game. Okay. Have, have you uh, gotten like your first badge yet? No. No? Okay. <laughs> I still haven't gotten to that town. I'm still I I'm in the route in between. I okay. just left the first big big city where you become the uh gym challenger and all that. Okay. So I met Ball Guy. I got to also. the Wildlands. That's where I stopped. Okay. So I I think you're just after that. Yeah. Gotcha. Yeah, after that you go into the kind of city uh you become a gym what they call a gym challenger i think that's what it's called okay and then they tell you okay your first gym leader is in this other town you have to go through route three and go okay yeah what is what has been standing out to you about the game so far oh wait too much too much dialogue too much dialogue. I really don't. Yeah. I don't like that in my Pokemon games. I really don't. Have Have you sped up the t text? Because that's something you can yeah, do it's... in the options. Yeah, I forgot to do it first. But I don't. that doesn't solve the problem that they keep stopping you very often, I feel. Yeah. Like, I, wanna, I wanted to just, okay, go. Just go, challenge everyone, meet your rival here and there, but just go. We won't tell you anything. Interesting. But no, this game, I feel like they it keeps stopping me. And that, 
I really don't like that on my on Pokemon games. That you can have that on RPGs or whatever. But on my Pokemon games I don't like that. That's actually the reason why I didn't finish Sun, Pokemon Sun. Mm-hmm. I didn't progress even that much through Pokemon Sun. So I I want to keep playing this game. And I feel like they are giving they are like stepping back now, letting me just go for a bit at least. I feel like the game is doing that m- more now. Okay. But uh, yeah, that's even part of the reason why I ha- why I haven't progressed that much through game through the game. So are to clarify, are you kind of wanting a little bit less story? Is 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 that what you're looking for? I mean, like, not necessarily less story. Just I don't need them to talk to me that often to give me the story that often. So let less exposition and more just yeah, go kinda. explore. Yeah. Okay. That makes sense. Yeah, but other than that, it's still more Pokemon. You find Pokemon, you catch them, you raise them, mm-hmm. all that. Yeah, I, I liked... In the small bit that I got to play last week, I liked that I could catch like a whole bunch of Pokemon basically before they taught you how. Yeah. And and then they're like, oh, you already have p- Pokemon. You know what to do. Uh, so mm-hmm. some of the tutorials can be skipped, but it's still, yeah, yeah. it's still a lot of just like, okay, I understand. Let me go. Let me do my also, thing. Also, I don't like my rival that much. Oh, no. I thought he I'm gonna was annoying. Oh, my God. This is amazing. Are you going to be there? I'm going to be there. Ah! Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Also, I don't like the recent trend of making them not rivals, but your friend. Yeah. I want the rival to be a dick. <laughs> and also, I want my rival to know what they are doing I, and pick the Pokemon that has a type advantage against mine. Not the one that has the type disadvantage against mine. Yeah. 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 I. Why would you choose a grass type when I chose a fire type? Because <laughs> he's an idiot. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I like. I. I don't know. I. I really didn't like what they did with that in Pokemon Let's Go. Because that one was. Yeah. I. I, I think that one. More yeah. so of just like, hey, we're all in this together. We can be friends. Yeah. And it's like, yeah. I, I mean, yeah, we, we can. Yeah, but at least in that game, they were, okay, you're my friend. Let's go together in this adventure. In this game, the kid is self-aware that you're supposed to be his rival. Right. And you're a rival to each other, and that's going to push us. And I don't like that he is self-aware that he's my rival. I don't mind I don't know, the, the self-awareness, picking, but, it's, but it's like there's no tension there. If, if, if it's like, uh, like a a rival who also is a comrade of, of just like, hey, yeah. I'm also your friend. Yeah, and it's like, well, okay, but it, like, that's not really a technically a rivalry. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Like, if you're supposed to be my rival, I, I know it's kind of nitpicking, but. If, it still bothers me a, a bit. Yeah. Like, if, if, if you're really supposed to be my r- 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 rival, c- 
come actually yeah. try and fight me. Yeah. Whoop my ass. Be a challenge can. at least. Y- yeah. You hear that, Sable? <laughs> oh. <laughs> Who would choose that Sable? I don't like, know. Really? On- only losers. Yeah. <sighs> Mick, you have a lot to learn. <sighs> yeah. Uh, so, that's trending. I beat it, it last night. No pun intended. Congratulations. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> oh, yeah, so I, I've been playing a lot of Death Stranding this past week, and I finally beat the game last night. I loved it. I thought this was fantastic. Yeah. Um, this is a kind of game that I don't think we see very much of at this level, right? Like, we don't see this, like, a big triple a art piece yeah sure you you have games that have great stories or great art direction but just one that is this weird and introspective and has symbolism and metaphors that just like that at its core uh, I, I, I don't think we see super often. Um, and I'm super thankful that this game exists because I think it really comes out of the story of Kojima leaving Konami and what happened to him and what he was thinking, what he was feeling. And it seems very personal. Okay. Um, where it... At the end of the game, I was thinking back on all of this stuff, and it hit me that, like, this is an exploration into depression and how to overcome that, as well as find hope in the people and the world around you. And, like, Hmm. that's... That, I, I think, is something that the marketing beats maybe missed. Of of just like yeah, I didn't thought of it. Yeah, because like, like it really is a about this person who is kind of by himself. He's a loner. Uh, he's down on the world. He's really only thinking about himself. Uh, and then he gets this mission to reconnect the world, and basically being like, "Hey, we're gonna set you up with the internet." Um, <laughs> but it's. Like, he's meeting new people, he's making connections, he's making friends, he's finding people that care uh, about him, he's finding things to care about, and by the end of the game, that's kind of what the message is. Like, hey, we, we can get through whatever we need to as long as we have something to fight for, as long as we have each other, we are stronger with these connections. And yeah, Good. it's it's not really hidden in there that that's what it's saying. It says that mm-hmm. basically from the start, and it says that at the end of the game that doesn't really change, so it's not subtle. <laughs> um, but I, I, I think... People get so distracted by, oh, all you do is walk. That's it. That seems really boring. And sure, 
I I can see why that would turn someone off. Not everything has to be for you, right? Yeah, it well, it's not like the marketing campaign did the best job at describing what this game was. Mm-hmm. Like, no one knew exactly what the game was about until it came out. Yeah, yeah, and like at the same time, the marketing did capture the like, what the fuck is happening? Yeah, that's my question. Do you think that you understand the story? It sounds like you do. For the most part, yes. There are things that happen in the game that are just like, what in the world? I don't, that doesn't make sense. What is this? Why? Who? Um, but it's more, like, th- those things are more, I would say, metaphorical or symbolic or something like that. You don't necessarily need to understand exactly what they mean by the beach or what these bts are um to 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 understand the themes of the story and the message that it's trying to send um yeah so yeah because when so when i played the game for that like an hour or so Mm -hmm. i said on the other podcast i all of that time i was telling myself what the fuck is going on I don't understand anything. Do you think that that ever goes away? You definitely learn a lot more about what's happening, what has happened. Uh, yeah, like I, 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 I think it explains enough that I'm satisfied. Like I, I don't necessarily okay. think that this needs a sequel, but it also left enough things open ended or just not ex- explained in a way that um, necessarily made me want to know more, per se. Like, I got enough of the, like, all right, cool. Okay. I'm, got it. I'm, I'm good. I'm happy. I think this was a very cathartic experience for Kojima and his team, and it was a very cathartic experience for myself as well. It's very okay. relaxing to just explore. Okay. And, um, one last question. Mm-hmm. How much Monster Energy drink did you buy because of the game? <laughs> uh, I actually did not buy any. I thought about oh. it uh, the day it was launching. I was like, you know what? Maybe I should. I'll just pick one up. Uh, but no, I, I did not. I decided against that. And in fact, <laughs> I don't know if it was a timed thing, but after like that first week or so, the Monster Cans went away in the game. They changed to something else. Um, yeah that's what i've heard yeah so i guess it was just product placement for like that first week first week and a half something okay so you think that it went away for everyone at the same time or is it that you hit some point in the game well i don't know uh because i noticed it last week i think i mentioned it on the podcast to yeah. you uh, and it was like, oh, now it's like regular size soda cans, and it's this drink called Timefall Water. Um, okay. And it's like this white can with gold and silver l- 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 lettering. And I was like, wait a minute, did, did like is that a change for good? Like, is that permanent, or is that just a location thing or a timed thing? I think the next time I saw it, it was 
back to monster, but then it was only that like once. Yeah. So yeah, because I've I've heard other people bring that up that at one point it changes. Yeah, yeah. So, so it yeah. eventually stopped. Okay. So it's not that bad. Mm. It's so the marketing didn't ridiculous. work then. Uh, I mean, not on me because I ain't no sucker. <laughs> um, <laughs> but you ain't no fool. Yeah, I ain't no fool. I pity the fool. Um. <laughs> Yeah, like, I, it's, I mean, on one hand, I get it, you need money to yeah. do what you do, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm thankful that... Especially a company that's just starting. Yeah. It's technically the company's first game. Yeah. Um, I mean, us here at The Whatnots, we have a couple people supporting us on Patreon, uh, and mm-hmm. that helps out a, a ton, but that's not everything. Like, we still pay out of pocket to make all of this stuff happen. So I understand that str- that struggle of, like, I would love a sponsor. I I would just, ah, uh, someone pay for this. Someone, anyone. Yes, please, someone. But then at the same time being like, yeah, I don't want an advertisement on here. Like, I don't like that. Um. Yeah. So it But no one really wants that. Yeah. But you have to do it sometimes. Exactly. Uh so it was in there, but it was only in there for a short amount of time, at least for me. So I didn't think okay. it was too egregious. Got it. Um and I, I I would prefer that where it's like a limited time thing than it's like the entire game you only ever drink monster energy drink and game fuel from Mountain Dew. Right? <laughs> it's just like okay. That's a little ridiculous. Yeah. Um, but yeah. Yeah. There you go. I enjoyed it. I highly recommend it. I think it will... Uh, we'll get in into it in a little bit here in the news, but there's some weird stuff happening with Game Awards and Death Stranding be nominated for all of the yeah. whole bunch of stuff, and a lot of people aren't necessarily sure how to feel about that. So... Mm-hmm. We'll get into that uh, in just a sec. Have you been playing anything else by chance? Or is nope. that it? That's it? Nope. Okay. Nothing else. There we go. Uh, no, not really. Oh, I guess I should mention I canceled my subscription to Apple Arcade. What? Yeah. Bah, bah, bah. Um, <laughs> yeah, it, it was good. It was fun. I got to play Sayonara Wild Hearts. Uh, I really liked that game. I think that's going to be maybe in my top 10, maybe. Um, but yeah, I like, there's just, there wasn't enough to keep me. Like it, it, it was fun to have it for that three month. And then I stuck around the month after to pay for that, that one month. Cause I was like, yeah, you guys have something good here. You know, I at least want to support somewhat, uh, but then I wasn't playing anything else. So I was just like, yeah, maybe when something else hits, I'll pay the five bucks and jump mm. back in. Yeah, my subscription, not, now I realize it finishes in two days. Yeah. And yeah, so I, maybe I won't 
actually renewed now that I think about it. You can go in on your iPhone in settings somewhere. That's what No, I it's did. in the App Store. Well, y- if you go to the App Store and then go to the top right, there's a button that says subscriptions yes. and then you there you can see it. Yeah. I I think yeah. you can also reach it in settings and stuff, which is what Yeah. I, I, I did, but uh yeah, and then you can just be like, "Yep, unsubscribe." Sorry, guys. Yep. Uh, let's get into a little bit of housekeeping real fast, and then we will get into the news of the week. Uh, if you guys did not know, we have multiple podcasts here at the Whatnots, including the Captain's Log, uh, which we were supposed to record yesterday, but that didn't happen. Uh, we have the Review Show, which is our weekly book club style podcast we have the reactor core for a bunch of spoiler casts and stuff like that uh so be sure to check out our website thewhatnots.com for more information on all of those uh as well as your podcasting platform of choice just type in the whatnots and all of our shows will pop up um if you like what we do and you want to toss us some money patreon.com slash the whatnots is where you can support us for as little as a dollar a month You can get episodes early. You can get exclusive content. And we also want to give a big shout out to our Patreon supporters at our $5 tier. Thank you, Sam. And thank you, Christine, for helping us out. Yo, you are the MVP. Yes, they are the real MVPs. You are great. Um, There you go. House has been kept. Mick is not here to do the news. So it's me and Ignacio holding it down. How do you feel about alternating uh, if you want to doesn't matter doesn't matter to me um well, okay i'll start at least with number one google stadia a- added 10 more games to their launch lineup and launched to terrible results yep yeah we we so our episode last week came out on the day that Stadia launched. We recorded it the Saturday before, and I think it was that Sunday night that they were like, hey, here's 10 more games. Um, I think the... Was it before? Yeah. Yeah, well, they, they announced yet. the original, like, hey, we only have these 12 or 14 g- yeah. games. And then it was like that Sunday night or Monday morning that they were like, oh, uh, here's, here's 10 more. So it launched with like 22-ish games. Yeah. Uh, those 10, I have them written down here, uh, is Attack on Titan, Final Battle 2, Farming Simulator 2019, Final Fantasy 15, Football Manager 2020, Grid 2019, Metro Exodus, NBA 2K20, Rage 2, Trials Rising, and Wolfenstein Youngblood. And again, very underwhelmed by yeah. those games. It's, to be honest, it is a good game, list of games, but sure. they already have been available for a while elsewhere. Mm-hmm. So adding them doesn't move any needles, right. in my opinion. Yeah, that's just that. That's yeah. the unfortunate side effect that we yeah noticed. 
until Google Stadia starts adding games day day to day with where with their launches elsewhere, mm-hmm. I don't think uh they it would be any better for them. Yeah, like it would have been fantastic to see Star Wars Jedi on there. That yeah. would make sense. Of just like, oh, it's a brand new game that is coming out right then. Um, mm-hmm. I think that would have been fantastic, but that's a big missed opportunity. Google Stadia came yeah. out, and people were just like, I, I mean, yeah. it works, but it's not yeah. great. Yeah, it's not very good reviews. It seems like a lot of them are saying. Like, the technology is almost there. Like, it's just right at, yeah. at the line. They can see what they're going for, for and what it will turn out to be. But it's just, yeah, like, it's not something that they can recommend to people um, mm-hmm. right yeah. now. The most common complaint was that, yes, the technology seems to be there, kind of. But it's still missing a lot of features, so that's mm-hmm. making it harder to recommend to people. Yeah, which I know last week I read off a quote. I don't remember the guy's name off the t- t- top of my head, but it was someone mm-hmm. at Google who was basically saying something along the lines of, like, look, we're actually just trying to nail the core experience first, and yeah. then we'll start adding those features. And... From what he says, it sounds like they didn't nail that. Mm-hmm. Like, they were certain that this would nail the core experience. And it's like, well, it plays, but it's this is not the core experience. Yeah, it's not an, an ideal situation. Yeah. Uh, well, one of the mm-hmm. things that I kept hearing was it didn't do darks very well like if you're like if there's lots of shadows in the game or it's a dark scene where there's not very much light um you started to get like artifacting and squares and stuff like that and all in it's like oh that's okay yeah the technology seems to be working but it still has several issues apparently Mm -hmm. mm-hmm mm-hmm uh, do you want to move on to number two here? Speaking of streaming. Okay. Amazon could be announcing their game streaming services in 2020. This is from CNET and written by Ian Scher. So Amazon is planning to announce its service next year, according to, according to two people familiar with the company's plan. It began, it's began recruiting people from large game companies like Microsoft, to help with their launch, as well as hiring for jobs in the new initiative within its Amazon Web Services team, which, sources said, is involved in Amazon's future gaming service. So, another service is going to enter the race. Oh boy, yeah. Um, this has been rumored for a long yeah. time. I know Amazon has been trying to get into the game space. They shipped something. What was um Amazon... Video game. What was it? Mm. Come on, Dr. Google. Was it a fighting game? Don't remember. Um, I can't yeah, find it just remember. off a quick Google search. 
someone out there is screaming the name of the game at me right now. If you want to <laughs> correct us, you can write into the show crossplay at the whatnots.com. Email us. Um, but yeah, they've they've shipped a game. I know they were working on their own engine stuff like that, but it Yeah, they have been picking people from other companies for a while it, already. Yeah. It didn't come out to much fanfare. And I mm. don't think this service will either. Yeah. Well, well, we'll have to see when it comes out. Yeah. Like I'm I'm not ready to say whether or not Amazon is going to be able to nail it or not. Or if it's going to compete with the other streaming services. Like I just I, think I think we have to wait and see. I think Amazon is a company that's starting to spread themselves too thin once they get into stuff like this. Um You think so? I mean, I mean, they're a huge company. They have the money and the technology to make it happen. Don't get yeah. me wrong. Uh, but I, yeah, like they're not strictly a gaming company. No, but they they have their, for example, the Amazon Web Services is a thing people use. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. So I, I can see them using that. And start from there for their new streaming service. Yeah, I mean, I, I, and also their gaming division has been growing for a while now. Yeah, again, like they, they have the technology to at least make one. Yeah. But mm-hmm. even when you look at uh, like video streaming services, for the longest time, it's been Netflix, Hulu, and Amazon Prime, and. Yeah. Probably in that order if you want to rank them, mm-hmm. right? With Disney Plus coming out and HBO Max on the horizon, I really think Amazon Prime is going to be left in the dust. I think Hulu is eventually going to somehow get smaller or rolled into Disney Plus since Disney owns them. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think the new three are, is, is going to be Disney Plus. Netflix and HBO Max. Um, mm-hmm. No one has really been talking about Apple TV Plus, which launched like yeah, for two weeks reason. ago. Yeah. Um. So they're not gonna make it. So like I, I, I think it's another situation like that. It's like yeah, they can make one, and it can probably mm-hmm. work just fine. But I, I, yeah, but- I don't think it's gonna be. Or make waves. Yeah, but uh, I see them having the same trajectory Google did mm-hmm. because Google was kind of in the same position. They had the infrastructure, but they didn't have any focus on games. Then they started to bring in people that knew games. And then they announced Stadia, which used their infrastructure. And now Amazon is doing the same thing. He has been bringing game people to to them, and they have the infrastructure to do something. So I see it working out the same way as it did for Google, which again did well, really work out. Yeah. <laughs> well. So yeah, we'll see. Fair point. We'll, we'll see, see what happens down the road because I absolutely do think that this kind of 
technology, this way of thinking is where games are going in the future. But we'll see. Mm -hmm. Number three, Sony Interactive Entertainment. Uh, Patent has revealed images of what could be the PlayStation 5's controller. This is coming from Andy Robinson at Video Games Chronicle. The patent specifically... Emphasis on the... Emphasis on the could be. Yes. Could be. Um, The patent specifically highlights a microphone, but comparison images posted online show that there are many subtle design changes between the pictured controller and the DualShock 4. The controller pictured in the patent features larger triggers, slightly smaller sticks, and a USB port, and no light bar. so as as you pointed out, Ignacio, uh, this is only the patent. This is not the actual yeah. design. This is not the finalized thing. There still could be changes. Um, who knows? But this is just like, hey, yeah, we're making a controller for PS5. I still remember before the PS4 came out, we also saw patents for controllers that never came out. Right, yeah. There was that. Like the one that splits in the middle. Boomerang one, yeah. Yeah, that's before the PS3. There you go. Also, um, yeah, Sony does that quite often. Patent stuff that, in the end, not always uses. Yeah, that's yeah. But looking at, at this patent, the new patent, it is kind of similar to the DualShock Four, mm-hmm. like very similar, except for a few details. Yeah, it's it still has the t- the touch bar, the touch pad. Yeah, Which so that's it's kind of surprising to me. That's what I was going to ask about because one of the big features of this next gen gaming stuff is backwards compatibility. I I yeah. I, I I think the touchpad is maybe really only in there because of that. Yeah, what do you think? You might want to yeah, you might want it to be as close as the other ones. If you're going to have backwards compatibility. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Or figure out some way to like go back into those old games and add a new way to do some of those things. I don't know if yeah. that's a well, I, I don't know if you could, without a touch, but if you could do it. Who knows? But yeah, they could also make it the PS5 compatible with the DualShock 4. Yeah. I'm, it wouldn't be that... I'm out of the possibility. Assuming it will be at least for a while. Hopefully, but I'm not sure because the, from the PS3 to the PS4, the DualShock 3 isn't. If I'm not mistaken, it isn't compatible with the PS4. I don't think so. The DualShock 4 is compatible with the PS3, but they are there are a few caveats. If I'm not mistaken, okay. For a go. while, you could only do it, like, if you were connected with a cable. Mm-hmm. I think now it's not necessary, but there are a few missing features. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I I think this is like there's not much more to say about this. I think the yeah. DualShock Four is a great controller. Um. Yeah. And it's kind of like, hey, if it's not broken don't fix it 
yeah the the other thing that sticks out for me is that apparently it has smaller sticks which is weird for me yeah i i don't know if it's gonna be super noticeable like it it, yeah. it said a lot of these changes were very subtle so it, mm-hmm. it you know it might just be a tiny bit smaller yeah but well who knows we'll see exactly Okay, moving on to number four. Xbox Adaptive Controller gets a toolkit full of assets from Logitech. This is by Owen as good from Polygon. That is the Logitech G Adaptive Game Kit, which is more or less a tool set for the Xbox Adaptive Controller that supplies even more functionality for players with specific needs. At $99, the kit includes several buttons and trigger variations, plus two fixed Flexible game boards, where the utilities are affixed and then custom mounted when it, wherever the user needs them. Yeah. So I put this one on there because I thought this was super neat. Um, Xbox created their adaptive controller uh, and released that uh, last year or the year before. I don't remember exactly when. Yeah. Um, kind of around there. Yeah, but it's like. It's a neat initiative from Xbox, yeah. and to see it to see it welcomed like so much by the gaming c- community, I think has been fantastic. I, we've seen it in their marketing, we've seen it in their mm-hmm. advertisements, uh, and then to now see other companies making attachments for it to make it even more accessible for more people, being just like, "Hey, here's extra stuff." You can use mm-hmm. you can use these pads and put the buttons where you want them and stuff like yeah. that. Um, so yeah, that's at, neat. at the end of the day, it this helps more people play games, and the more people that play games, the better. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Um, mm-hmm. So yeah, I don't have much more to say on that. Besides, yeah, I just, think that's neat. Good on them. Yeah, it's great. Something you should know, because hey. Maybe you know someone in your life who could absolutely use this and yeah. wants to play g- 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 games and has felt like maybe they can't, maybe they're not a- a- able to, um, but then you can be like, yo, Xbox Adaptive Controller, look at all these mm-hmm. Logitech tools and stuff, let's get you hooked up. Mm-hmm. That could be neat. Number five, Valve announces Half-Life Alex, a new VR giggy game set between the events of Half-Life 1 and Half-Life 2. Uh, so this comes from their very own Twitter. I've kind of stitched some of their tweets together to make this information blurb thing here. Uh, it says, we are thrilled to announce Half-Life a- Alex, a new full-length entry into the Half-Life series. Built by Valve for VR. Set between the events of Half-Life and Half-Life 2, Alex Vance and her father, Eli, discover a secret that leads them to the heart of the Combine's occupation of City 17. Return to Half-Life in March 2020. Pre-purchase now on Steam. There you go. Um, so Valve is making a new game. Yeah. 
Valve is making a new yeah. game, and it's a Half-Life game. I do have I to admit... they would come. I do have to admit that Half-Life is in my, like, gaming blind spots. I've never yeah, played too. them. Uh, I've seen very little of them. I know they exist, yeah, and I know they're here. super influential. But mm-hmm. that's about it. So it's about time I go watch a playthrough or something. Play it yeah. myself. You know, one, one thing I, re- I recommend from, for you to watch about Half-Life? Mm-hmm. There was this YouTube series a long time ago that was called Freeman's Mind. Okay. It's kind of like a playthrough of the first Half-Life game, but it's more of a person kind of role-playing a character, or the character of Morg- or is it, what's the character called? Well, where the main character? I believe is his name. Yeah, Gordon Freeman. Gordon Freeman. Yeah, he he role plays that. He role plays it, mm-hmm. and it's very comedic. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, Freeman's Mind. I highly recommend. Freeman's Mind. Sounds good. So yeah, yeah uh, this game is going to be a full-length VR game, and they have said that it is as long as Half Life Two. So this is not going to be like a short fifteen-minute VR mm-hmm. experience. This is a full-on game. Um, and, yeah. like, I, yeah, I'm... So you you have a VR unit. Which one do you have again? Uh, PSVR. You have PSVR. Okay. Yeah. Um, so I don't think it works with that one, but... No. It... Like, I don't... I'm still not sold on VR. Really? No, I don't think. Have it's... you played much beer? I actually haven't played any. Okay, so that kind of explains it. Yeah, I mean that—that's part of it of like why I'm not like yay VR, but like I there hasn't been anything that has enticed me enough to be like I want to go play that or I I I really need to go see what this VR stuff is actually about. Um, yeah, the thing with VR is that you need to try it out for it to click with you. Yeah, and I think it's really a, it's really something. If you find the right VR game, it's really something. It changes you. I think I'm like their target audience for this because I think the trailer that they uh, 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 that they showed looked fantastic. I kind of really want to play that game. I'm now more interested in the previous entries in Half-Life. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have a VR system, but I yeah. think that's what they're aiming for of like, hey, here's an actual game, a full-on mm-hmm. game you can play. That's not to say that there aren't that stuff out there, uh, but mm-hmm. I really think that's what they're trying to do. Like, hey, let's push VR to more people. Let's get it in their hands. And I think Half-Life is the one to do that. Yeah. Yeah, the way the way I see it is they know people want another Half-Life. Yeah. Actually, they want another Valve game. Yeah. Doesn't matter. But so they know that people will actually want to play that game, so this could actually help them sell their their own VR headset. Yeah. Which is very expensive. Yeah, which so is... So re- if there's anything that it's going to help them sell their headset, 
is a fast life game. Yeah, which is also kind of upsetting, too. That's like, yeah. ugh, I have to spend, like, at least 600 to get into VR. I think it's, and I think the ones that they have are a closer to 1,000. Yeah. Yeah, the index, I think it's 1,000. Yeah, so it, like, it's... I don't want yeah. to pay that much. Yeah, that's the problem it. with VR. It's there is a high price point of entry. Yeah, but hopefully, well, hopefully this means Valve is going to make more games now. Hopefully, yes. Um, maybe, maybe now they are, they'll actually release a third game. Yeah, Portal Three, Half Life Three. Oh, I wish Portal that, Three. That, Portal Left 4 Dead 3, Team Fortress 3, Dota 3, some 3 at least, hopefully. Uh, so I will note that if you already have a Valve Index VR headset, you will be getting the game for free. So they say. Cool. So that's neat. It's like, hey, you've paid us $1,000. Yeah. Here's, <laughs> here's a nickel. <laughs> yeah. Um, Basically. Yeah, so that's kind of neat the one other thing that i want to note that was interesting about this uh jeff Keeley did a sit down or i, I, I think it was him um with yeah. some of the creators of half-life alex uh mm -hmm. and they kind of alluded to the campo santo devs have been working on this or helping out with this um yeah i'm, I'm sure that they were working mm -hmm. on a game called In the Valley of Gods, mm -hmm. and it looked fantastic. These are the same people that made Firewatch, um, yep. and that game was also fantastic. Uh, and then it kind of went quiet for a little while, and then apparently mm -hmm. recently they started taking off that game from their like Twitter bios and stuff like that. Uh, and now this, so that would, that would explain it. Yeah, why they have been doing that. Uh, so I'm excited to see where this goes and what is happening with that. But who knows? I think it's yep. still a long ways off no. for me to get VR. Mm. You should try it out somehow. I want to. Yeah. One day. Mm-hmm. Moving on. Number six. So we were talking about Pokemon. Oh, so the next story is Pokemon Sword and Shield are already smashing series and Switch sales records. This comes from Eurogamer, US Gamer, written by Matthew Olson. In, the first, in their first weekend, Sword and Shield combined sold over 2 million units in the United States and six, over 6 million units worldwide. A new press release from Nintendo of America adds that Sword and Shield also broke the record for the Pokemon series' highest grossing launch of all time. Last year, Super Smash Bros. Ultimate set the previous record for fastest-selling Switch game at the launch with just 3 million units sold. Interesting. So, a lot of people are playing Pokemon. They sure are. Um, yep. There's some interesting stuff because... I saw this after I saw a video from Inside Gaming saying almost the exact opposite of this, uh, where it's like, hey, P 
Pokemon Sword and Shield aren't doing very well. Like, the sales numbers are down and stuff like that. Um, so they were looking at the numbers in a different way, apparently, uh, mm. which I think the article that we found on this on US Gamer mentions that I think it was, um, what, Sun and Moon was the last big one from them? Uh, yeah, if the, you don't count Let's Go? Yeah. Which I would say maybe it sold more? Yeah, like that, I, I think, sold more units, but it was yeah. also cheaper because it was on the 3DS, I think. Or Which one, Sun or Let's Go? Sun and Moon. Oh, yeah. Um, so th that's why it's like, hey, this may be the highest grossing one, uh, but this is also like the highest selling Switch game or fastest? Mm. Fastest. Yeah. There we go. Yeah, fastest. So interesting stuff. If you're a numbers person, yeah. you might find some neat stuff looking into all of that. I'm excited to to yeah. dive in more to Pokemon. That's going to be the one I do over winter break. Mm. That and Return of the Oberdin. Yeah. It's going to be fun. Yeah, there are many games coming out now until the end of the year. I think... So it's a good time to catch up on games. Yeah. I, I, I still want to play Life is Strange 2. The final chapter oh. in that one comes out early December. Uh, so I'm, I'm going to do all of that. Okay. Pokemon and Oberdin. Those are the ones yeah. that, I, that I like. I want to get I, I, I get, I guess, Oberdin I don't need to get done right away since that was from last year. Um, yeah. But Life is Strange to Too many games Pokemon. to catch up on. Oh, yeah. So many. Yeah. Speaking of end of the year stuff and a bunch of video games, the Kyle Game Way. Awards nominees are in. Uh, let's see. The Game Awards will be on December 12th and, and can be live streamed on Twitch as well as many other places. Voting is now open at thegameawards.com and you can vote once every 24 hours. Uh, voting closes on December 11th uh, at 6 p.m. Pacific. So go vote. Go do all of that stuff. I won't read all of the the categories and the nominees here because there's a lot, a, lot, a lot of them. There's like over 30 categories, but there are four yeah. of them that I wanted to read off and highlight here. Hopefully this sparks some discussion. Uh, let's start with the big dog. Game of the Year. The nominees are Control from Remedy and 505 Games. Nice. Death Stranding by Kojima P Productions and Sony Interactive Enter Entertainment. Super Smash Bros. Ultimate by, Bando by Bandai Namco, Sora, and Nintendo. Wow, Sora's been moving up from Kingdom Hearts, man. Now he's publishing yeah. games too bad his game isn't here right too bad he hasn't even put himself in in smash yeah. right uh resident evil 2 by capcom sekiro shadows die twice from from software 
and Activision. And last but not least, Outer Worlds by Obsidian and Private Division. Good list. It is. It's an okay list. I'm... Nah. Okay. <laughs> There's like so many games. It's like, ah, oh, man, I wish that was on on this list. Like the Outer Wilds. Yeah. I know a lot of people um, was talking about like, hey, where's Fire mm-hmm. Emblem? How come that's not on there? I don't know. I think that's a like, lot. Speaking of, of Sora, I, I wish Kingdom Hearts had been on this list. As much as I like Kingdom Hearts. There's no way that that's going to be on on like that. Yeah, I know. There. I know people like to talk badly about the game. Yeah. On the series. Um So I still don't know what my game of the year is yet. Uh I know really? Death Stranding is up there, or I know Control is up there, and I think Star Wars yeah. is going to be up there for me as well. Yeah, same for me. Uh I know I mentioned I also liked The Outer Wilds. A lot again, not mm-hmm. to be confused with the Outer Worlds. Both yep. are very different games, um, but yeah, like I, I, I don't know what my game of the year will be yet. But there's been a lot of buzz around Death Stranding because it got nominated yes. in nine categories, I believe. Yeah. Now, the game awards are hosted by J- Jeff K- K- Keighley. He kind of puts yeah, the whole thing. Yeah, it's kind of his project. Yeah, yeah. He he puts the whole thing together. He's also in the game. Mm-hmm. Uh, he makes an appearance in the game, and I did notice on the title screen of the game it says like it says something along the lines of like appearance of people in this game does not imply a f- affiliation or stuff like that, right? Oh, um, really. So, you don't notice that. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, it's super small text, like way at the b- 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 bottom. Um, I beat the game last night. I actually haven't found him in the game yet. He's not like. Isn't he a side mission? Yeah. Like yeah. Um, and then I, I saw Conan O'Brien in the game. Nice. Uh, but I think his thing is also optional. Two, yeah, I think so. Uh, I know there's some other people in there that I saw that I was like, "Oh, hey, it's them." Um, but yeah, like it's, I don't even know how to feel about yeah, this. It, it is kind of weird, but uh, Jeff doesn't really vote on this. Like he has come out, and that's true. A lot of other people have come out saying that he isn't involved on either the. The nominations or the voting, he doesn't have a vote on either. So it is kind of weird, but it, if you look at it uh, uh, objectively, it it is all okay. Yeah, since he isn't involved in the voting. Yeah, that that helps out a a t- a ton where he he does not have a say in who actually gets to win. I mean, yeah, does. Does he not vote? Period, or is it just like his vote as only far counts? As I know, he doesn't. As a fan, uh, no. As far as I know, he doesn't vote. Because I, I, I know they have like a panel of judges and all that stuff, and then yeah, they have a panel. They have fans can also vote. outlets 
nominations yeah. on voting. Fans can vote, but I know but they're I, weighted a little differently, I think. Yeah, they talked about it this week on Games Daily, kind of fans Games mm-hmm. Daily, and they have more, they are more involved on the process, so they more not, they know more than us. Yeah. And they say he isn't involved. There you go. Yeah. Just something to keep in mind, though. Uh, next category yeah. that I'm going to read off here is Best Art Direction. We have Control, Death Stranding, Garis, or Gariz. I don't know. No one knows. Yeah, depends on who you ask. Yeah. Sayonara Wild Hearts, Sekiro Shadows Die Twice, and The Legend of Zelda Link's Awakening. Yeah. Um, so the one, the one that stands out here is Death Stranding. Does it have really an art direction? Yes, I would say so. It's a much more realistic one, but it yeah. it, it it still has its its own style, right? Like the the character designs, what they're wearing, their makeup, like all of that look that goes into the art direction. Um, okay. So all of the stuff of you hearing like, oh, there's this one character with like a golden skull mask and he has on this uh, poncho-like thing. And when he lifts up his arms, it looks like a pharaoh's mask and stuff like that. It's like, huh, okay, interesting. Um, So would you vote for this turning? I don't know. Because I really like that aesthetic. Mm-hmm. But I think something like Sayonara Wild Hearts stands out to me even yeah. more. That's the one that stands out the more, um, the most, because it is hyper stylized. Yeah, and it 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 does have these like purples and pinks and teals mm-hmm. and stuff like that, and it's um, yeah, like the, 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 there's something about it that is just eye catching. Whereas mm-hmm. the art direction of Death Stranding or Control is a lot more subtle. Yeah. Um, it's definitely there and it's something to look at, but it's, uh, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's, it's not the same. All, all our, our artists make their own stuff. No one is the exact mm-hmm. same. So, who knows? Who yep. knows? Do, do, do you have a favorite? For that one, uh, the only ones I have played here are Control and Zelda. The other ones I haven't played. I have seen a bunch of Cyanide Wild Hearts, and it does seem to be the one that has the most artistic direction mm-hmm. here. So if I had to vote, I guess I would go with that one. Let's also not but I'm, count yeah. out Garis because that was the like watercolor style one, and that one was beautiful. Yeah, I haven't seen much of that game, to be honest. I didn't play it, but it looked yeah. beautiful. Mm. Uh, next category, best performance. We have Ashley Birch as Parvati Holcomb from The Outer Worlds. Courtney Hope as Jesse Faden in Control. Laura Bailey as Kat Diaz in Gears 5. Mads Mikkelsen as Cliff in Death Stranding. Uh, Matthew Peretta as Dr. 
Casper Darling in Control, Norman Reedus as Sam Porter Bridges in Death Stranding. Mm. So, you play more of these games. Uh, what do you think? Well, I've, I've played Control and Death Stranding. Um, yeah. That's it. But, I don't know. Uh, I think of Death Stranding... Actually, I, I think the standout performance is Die Hardman. Uh, it's Tommy Earl J. 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 Hankins, which he's not even on this list. Um, yeah, I've heard that, actually. Did, 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 Someone also bringing that up. He has a scene at the end of the game where he I, he just he steals it, I, 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 I think. It's just like, wow. He, he, he put his heart into that one. Um, but that's not to mm. say that Norman Reedus or Mads Mikkelsen didn't do good jobs. Uh, I I think they both do fantastic. Um, but yeah, it was just mm. like, I feel like those were the two people were expecting to be on that list, right? And then... Yeah, here, because here, they are the comes, biggest names here. Here comes, yeah, Tommy mm. Earl J. Jenkins as... Uh, die hardman and he did amazing mm-hmm. so i do have to say i really loved yeah. dr casper darling in contr- yeah. contr- control i think he's maybe my favorite character from the year and mm-hmm. to see his character arc in that game is fascinating because he's so happy go lucky yeah. and then without Boiling it by the the end of the game, he's just not himself, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, and it's just like, oh man, like I I really like you, and I really start to feel like I I want to see you do well. And that's not what happens, mm-hmm. and it's just like no. Yeah. Um, yes. So yeah, I've only played control out of these days, and I'm not crazy about it either, because I don't. What they did was, they did a good job, mm-hmm. but I don't think that the direction that they got in the game was necessarily that good. I had some problems with Jesse Faden and her dialogue. Okay. And Casper, I don't think I saw enough of him to really say his performance stand out for me. Gotcha. I liked his character and I liked what he did, but I don't feel like I saw enough of him doing stuff. Or performing enough yeah. for me to say that his performance was great. Okay. Fair enough. So I don't have much to say here. I'm also a huge fan of the TV show Lost, which is mm-hmm. one of the huge inspirations kind of for his character and those vi- videos that they're making, yeah. all of the Dharma in- initiative tapes and stuff like that. And I love the- the- those. So it's just like... Oh, it stands out. It's perfect. It's great. <laughs> um, but moving on to the last one that I'm going to mention here for the show. Uh, best independent game. We have Baba Is You by Hempuli. Disco Elysium. Uh, Z-A slash U-M. I, I, don't, I don't know if that's an acronym or it's like Zaum. I don't know. <laughs> Zaum. Zaum. Hello, my name is Zaum. <laughs> it's a good f- 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 futuristic 
name. Yeah. Uh, Katana Zero by Soft mm. and Devolver. Outer Wilds by Mobius Digital and Annapurna. And Untitled Goose Game from House House and Panic. Yep. Um, I'm glad to see Katana Zero got a nomination. That's good. I still haven't played that one. That's that, that's one I'm probably going to end up missing this year, unfortunately. Oh, you should play it. Because it looks right up my alley. Yeah, I really enjoyed that game a lot. It's... And, I, and I also like the story and where they went with it. Mm-hmm. So I'm glad it got a nomination. It looked like a good mix of kind of cyberpunk, kind of hard-boiled yep. detective stuff happening, right? Like crime noir stuff. And then you're like... Beating yeah. up ninjas, mm. cyber ninjas. Yeah, and it, it also dealt a lot with the, uh, with the the mind, okay. and all the stuff. So plays plays with your yeah. mind, plays with your yeah. expectations. Yeah, that that sounds right up my alley. Uh, so that will be one mm-hmm. that I eventually go back and pick up, but probably not going to get to it this year, unfortunately. But I mm. did play you Outer Wilds. Play. And Baba yeah, is you. It got a nomination. Um, both of those are fantastic. I've been hearing great stuff about Disco Elysium. Mm, Haven't played yeah, it though. Yeah, it's not my type of game. Yeah, it seems ki- like it's it's an RPG with a whole bunch of systems on top of it. That I think it's maybe more for the people who are really looking for a hardcore RPG. PG kind of thing. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. But it seems interesting and fascinating. And then, of course, who doesn't love that horrible goose? <laughs> yeah. As they have to play that game. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I think because out of as much as I liked the idea of Untitled Goose Game. I heard a few people saying it's basically just Hitman, which don't get me yeah. wrong, I love the Hitman games, but then I don't know, like in my mind that kind of detracts from it being the best independent game. Maybe that's just me. Yeah, I, I think it got nominated more not because it was a great game, but it's a game that everyone talked about and everyone enjoyed at least. Yeah. If I had to pick from the two that I played, Outer Wilds or Baba is mm. You, jeez, that'd be a tough one. Um, mm. I really think Outer Wilds should have been in the Game of the Year discussion. Ooh. Unfortunately, not many people played it, yeah. which sucks. Well, so you I have might to go choose an outer. Hmm? You have to choose one of the outer. Right. So they went with words. Baba is You is a fantastic puzzle game game. I think it's the puzzle game that made made me feel the most clever I've mm-hmm. I've ever been, but it's also the game that made me feel like just a complete idiot. Like <laughs> just like in in the same game of of just like you are the smartest person on earth. And it's like you are the dumbest p- person on earth. <laughs> so yeah, who knows? I I still haven't played the game. I I keep forgetting about it. I want to play it at some point, but 
out of what I've seen of the game, doesn't seem like a game. I don't know, game of the year. It's not the right word, but a I don't know, best independent game of the it's year. It's just it's so simple and wildly smart. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And and then and then the difficulty just ramps up, and it's. Mm, I don't. This stuff doesn't make sense to me. I don't get it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a dumb kid. <laughs> Anyways, uh, that's it. Be sure to go vote thegameawards.com, yeah. and then go catch the game awards on December twelfth. That's like two or three weeks away. Yeah, very Not close. Too far away. Uh, yeah. Ignacio, what are you most excited yeah. to play or do this next week? Oh, more more Star Wars. Yeah, definitely. I want to platinum that game. That game. Interesting. Okay. Yeah, it it doesn't seem like it's a hard one. The only hard part of the platinum, I would say, is finding all of the I don't know the scans and all the like journal stuff mm-hmm. because I feel that like that's easy to miss. Okay. So I I will have to go back to the worlds with a like a map of the game or a walkthrough. Right. And go getting those stuff. Sounds good. I think that's yeah. what I'm gonna be doing this next week as well. That's what I'm excited for. Uh, yeah, you should. Because I have like a half day on Wednesday, and then I have Thursday oh. and Friday off. So a lot of video games. Yeah. It's going to be great. Yeah. Also, a lot of that turkey. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. D- not a huge fan of turkey. Let's be honest. Turkey isn't the yeah, best. Yeah, it's not. Turkey isn't the best. Ham is where it's at. Always get a good uh, or stuff yeah. like that. You could do better. <laughs> what, like steak? Like we're just gonna yeah. have big steaks. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Uh, sweet. Well, we will be back next week. I think it's gonna be me and Ignacio holding it down again. Mm-hmm. Another chill yeah. episode. Uh, Mick is still on timeout. I am. Sure, yeah, Mick is just un- until he repents. He he won't mm-hmm. be allowed back on the stream. So, yeah. With that, Ignacio, where can the people find you on the interwebs? You can find me on Twitter at Ignacio Rojas B. That's I G N A C I O R O J A S B. That's my name. There you go. You guys can find me at Yo Kyle Springer on tw- on Twitter and Instagram. Uh, if you guys want to stay up to date with our show, we are at the Whatnots on Twitter. And you guys can interact with us on there. Uh, I mentioned our Patreon, patreon.com slash the Whatnots. Go like, share, subscribe. Leave us a review on iTunes. Uh, and if you guys want to write in a question or something, you can email us at crossplay at the Whatnots.com. Uh, they do not have to be game related. So. Ask us whatever you want. Should be good. Yeah. Should be fun. Uh, With that, we will get out of here. This has been episode six of Crossplay. We will see you guys next week. Bye. Bye.